0: Ramadan is almost here and it has been a crazy time lately, obviously, but Ramadan is still coming and it's a really special time. So Alhamdulillah, we have to make it special for our children too. But as a mom, you know, what are some of the things that we can do to make sure that our children also feel this love and connection with Allah Subh'anaHu Wa ta'ala in a way that is not too hard, but can also get the job done where we get them as hyped as we are, as excited as we are and in a way that really brings the whole family together. Well, in this podcast, I'm going to be talking to you about exactly what I do with my kids, and I've actually collaborated with another creator, and we've made some cute activities for you that will be in a free link at the bottom of the show notes. You will find it there, some activities that we have for you guys for free. But if you're ready to hear some things that we do in our house to get our kids excited about Ramadan and get connected with Allah, keep listening. Hello. Assalamu alaykum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks the podcast where we are empowering women to grow and thrive I'm so excited to be with you I'm your host Mindful Muslima and I want to let you know that I am dedicated this whole Ramadan to bring you as many amazing and supportive podcasts as I possibly can Normally I post two times a week but in Ramadan actually starting this week I am posting three times because I have so many requests from you on different topics you want me to cover and I do want to also say if you're new to the podcast welcome welcome so many of you have been flooding in, especially through our facebook group where we're doing crazy giveaways right now and i want to give a shout out to the three companies that are helping us do that one is the crescent moon creations they are excuse me crescent moon bookstore they are doing just an amazing giveaway with these three amazing books uh that are i think two of them are from omar Suleiman. so great giveaway there um sweet greetings gifts they have some mugs and and, um, dear Muslim child, I think she has some stuff for younger kids, very holistic, um, Ramadan centered um, activities. Love it, love it. And uh, lastly, I'm giving away an Amazon gift card there, of $50. And by the way, by the end of this podcast today, I'm going to reference I um teamed up with Salam Montessori, which is another great resource page on how to have some, I think, three or four kids' activities for you that are totally free and downloadable. They are in the show notes as my gift to you guys. So really excited. Um, Two more announcements before we start. I'm gonna be doing a live on Instagram tomorrow, 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And I'm gonna be answering your questions on goals and Ramadan and making sure we actually hit them. And I'm gonna be taking on some of you as my guests onto my live so we can be together. Um, I've done it before and talked to a couple of you and it's always really, really fun. So looking forward to that, inshallah. And I wanna let you also know that because my um, private course has filled up so quickly, There's actually only a couple seats left and Ramadan is coming in anyway. So registration is closing. If you have not already gotten in, please, if you're looking for some actual like one on one support or like group support with all the women, we have a private group with all the women where we do lives. I give you free resources. I give you all those bonus ebooks with the health and everything I've been showing you guys for tons. Like it's it's not probably maybe the next day or two going to be gone in terms of seats. So I did put a clock today as a countdown on my Instagram. So if you were looking to get in and only hesitating, hesitate no more. I think because honestly, I don't know. The seats will be there within the next 24 to 48 hours. But looking forward to being with all the amazing women that are on there and spending Ramadan one-on-one live together regularly helping each other reach our goals. It's going to be amazing. I'm actually so excited. So shout out to all those ladies. I'll be... Um, having my first live with you guys actually on the 23rd or 24th so let's do it right let's kick it off right um so yeah inshallah ta'ala i want to talk today in this podcast about the young people in our lives it's important for them too they've seen all the crazy chaos with covid to feel like ramadan is special but how do we get them motivated in this podcast we're going to be talking about how to motivate them how to help them set goals schedules and activities you can do with them to make ramadan fun so let's get started so what am I doing with my children in terms of, um, getting them excited about Ramadan, and getting them involved. So today I want to mention some things, like I said, related to motivation, goals, scheduling, and activities. And I have a freebie to give away to you guys Um, by the end. I'll start to explain that one. But it will be linked in the show notes below. And I really hope you enjoyed it. with a a wonderful company, like I said, that I worked with. Okay, so the first thing is motivation. Our kids, like anyone else, like anything else, (laughs) even adults, we need motivation. In my COVID-19... my recent YouTube video and my workshop that I did and I've also done a couple lives with other people on this I mentioned the importance of motivation it's one thing to tell the kids inshallah by the end of Ramadan if you're good I'll give you this it's not enough the children need to physically see progress every day now that could seem daunting to a parent like I don't have time to make charts and schedules and keep up and no one's asking you to there's actually simple ways to do this so I'm going to tell you my simple way that I keep my kids motivated and it's with the least effort possible for myself so I can focus on the more important things that I have to do in terms of keeping the house running and then also focusing on my own ebeda so my own worship so I'm going to tell you what I do but it's it's just as effective as if I worked really hard on it and I'm really I'm as a mom of five I'm all about like what can I do with the biggest impact with the least effort because I have to put my attention in so many places so this is what I do I have a jar for each child, a a Ramadan jar. So I have a clear mason jar. You could use any jar, to be honest. I let them decorate their jar, but I prefer for the jar to be clear so they could see the progress. So I might make a strip, like for their name, and attach it to the jar that I let them, um, you know, decorate and be like, this is your Ramadan reward jar. And um, then I also make a poster that goes along with it. But you don't have to do the poster, but I honestly think the poster is important. And you just make it once. You could literally make it as two scales, and and I'll explain what I mean by that in a second. So you're going to put their name on their Ramadan char, and you're going to choose something that they can fill the jar with. It really doesn't matter what it is. Now, technically, by the end, it might be an experience or money, but I don't like to put money in the jar because I don't want to associate... um. Good things that they're doing directly with money, I want to associate it with good deeds. Like everything they're putting into the jar is a deed that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like in the end, how Allah counted things for them. Now there's two ways to do it. There's the easy way and the hard way. So the hard way is to me better. So I prefer It's not really hard. It's just a little bit more involved. I'll tell you what it is. You can choose and see which one you like the best. I personally go with the one that's a little bit more effort because I find it is a better islamic lesson and it's also um more effective to me but they're both effective honestly but i just like that one better okay so the first one is every time they're doing something good they do a good deed this and that they can put one of these little you could choose a pom-pom you can choose tickets whatever you want to fill it up kind of like chuck e cheese right by the end of they went and they played all these games and they have to um count all their tickets and see how far they got and you can make it like as many tickets as they got is as many prizes they get so you could have a list on the wall I definitely suggest you do everything visual it makes a hundred percent difference guys so if you have a chart like if you get 10 tickets you can choose this small prize if you get whatever 30 tickets, you get this prize. If you get 100 tickets, you can make it as big or small as you want. That's one way. You could be like as many pom-poms or tickets or whatever they're sticking inside of the jar, that's what they're gonna get rewards for based on some type of a chart that they can go against. And you could do with pictures for smaller kids, it's fine. Now, the other option, which is what I do, which is a deeper Islamic lesson. So that's just like basic, very easy doesn't take much effort. They love to put pom-poms in. Oh, every time I saw you helping your brother, good job. Here's a, you know, here's a ticket or pom-pom, whatever. Go put it in the jar. And they're like, yay. And then now you have a choice if they misbehave, but you have to set this rule up in the beginning. There's no playing with their emotion. It's really, really important for trust with children. If you want to, there's different schools of thought with this. You can say, hey, um, if you're not behaving, there is also the option of removing it. Like with a with a good deed, it gets negated by a bad deed type of a thing. And that's up to you. But if you want to just allow them to keep filling it up and then have some type of a reprimand for some type of behavior in another way, that's your choice too. Okay. I like this second option that I'm about to show you because I feel it does the job of that without making it personal. I really like it for that reason. Okay. So the one I use is I have the same clear mason jar, same pom-pom ticket thing, but it's different. You don't put something in the jar every time you do something good. We create a scale. And like the scale of like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, every time you do something good, we put it on the good side. And every time you do something not good, we put it on the bad side. So what happens is, I pile up the sides of the scales during the day. Actually, they pile them up themselves. Every time they do something or good or bad, I'm like, that sounds like it was a bad deed. Go put it on the, no, I don't want to. No, put it on, put it on. Let's be honest. So what happens is I have like, let's say, um, you could use whatever you want, like little stickers or pom-poms, whatever, like on the actual chart. I just simply make a chart and it has a side of a scale on one side, like the way you would have the scales of justice. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this before. If you just look up justice scales, you'll see it's like a weight on to the right or to the left. We are simulating the experience of exactly the way our deeds are tallied with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what I do is I have them do it on the scale all day. And by the end of the day, if it's more on the good side, then I make them put a good deed pom-pom in the jar. And if it falls on the negative side, then I have them take one out of the jar. And by the end of Ramadan, however many they have in the jar is how much of the reward they get. Now, you can make each pom-pom or ticket symbolize whatever you want. It can be a dollar. It can be um, tickets towards an experience. Like it, like sometimes I have experiences. I don't do anything to do with money. I do, um you know, if you get like 10 tickets, mommy will take you to like great adventure or like whatever it is, This this, you know, um, Playland that you want to go to whatever you want it should be based on what your child loves and needs but the bottom line here it is guys motivation is important they need to physically visually see it there needs to be a system and it needs to be fair bottom line you can do it any way you want I was just giving you two ideas okay number two goals Goals are really important for children because they need to set goals just like we need to set goals. So um, if I can, I'll put a sheet down below of a one that I've used before, but basically give your child one or two goals, but let me just give you a suggestion. The same suggestion I give women every day, make them realistic. So my son, for example, I was talking to him about his goals yesterday and he was like, I want to read, I'm going to memorize two surahs a day. And I was like, are you though? Because we've memorized Quran together. You usually memorize three ayah a day. If you memorize three ayat a day, how are you going to do two entire surahs? I love your enthusiasm, but let's make something that is going to be attainable for you. I said, how about within the first week you memorize one surah and within the second week you memorize this. If if that's what he wanted to focus on. He was like, yeah, yeah, that sounds better. So also learn how to coach your child through their goals because sometimes they make them super high or super low i usually try to make them do one that is islamic like spiritual centered and one that is uh, based on their character if they have a problem with um let me just say being impatient or impulsive or lying like whatever your child has something with set a goal for that as well and the goal would sound something like this um you know i will and then you would say whatever the goal is buy and explain how they're going to do it. Don't just say like buy every time I am about to tell a lie, I take my finger and I put it on my lips or I bite my lip or something like or whatever or say, blem, a regime. like you have to give them a buy, a how. Otherwise, just telling them to do it, but giving them no tools, instructions, support. You know, you can even do a whole lesson on it, like how we're going to do it and support each other in his goal. So setting motivation, setting goals, super important. Number three, a schedule kids especially now that we're home and we're stuck in the house they need a schedule they need something to go look at and say every day this is what's happening there's consistency here so in my house we i teach my son and my daughter and my other children they're older now my other children how to put up the they've all done this before how to put up the schedule and i mentioned how we put i even show them how i make the schedule we put in the time for salah first and then we make everything else happen around the time of allah Subhanahu wa Taala. is first and after that we arrange our day. It's a good way to um, mentally tell them how to, even as adults, prioritize. And I do this also with my checklist that I have. I have a free checklist for women when I prioritize my own personal schedule. Maybe I'll link it below. Um, I do that as well. And I have an entire YouTube video where I show how I do it as well. All right. Last one is activities. Oh, by the way, for the schedule, Definitely have a bedtime in there. Definitely have a morning routine, and evening routine. And if the children are fasting, you can have some type of a special symbol there. Yay, you could do it with pictures, depending on the ages. It doesn't really matter as long as you have a schedule up, guys, and you all follow it. Consistency is key. We're trying to create routines that change behaviors. So if we want positive behaviors from our children to come out of Ramadan, we have to have consistent practices. The schedule helps to solidify or make more, um, you know, ability of the fact that they're going to actually be able to achieve. If we just, one day we do it, we flip flop next day. We don't, there's no consistency. It's rare that they're going to be able to form a good habit. And lastly, activities. I have a slew of activities down below. Some beautiful activities on the moon, and I even do a moon journal every day. This one is not in there, but I will do a moon journal every day. I have the kids look at the moon and draw a picture of what they see, and and just write one or two lines of what they see if they're old enough to. If they're little, we just draw them. I we, with activities, I have my children help me decorate the house. Matter of fact, today we're all going to be making pictures and things, and happy Ramadan, and we just get them excited. I let them help me put up de- decorations. But in terms of learning activities, I also have some beautiful learning activities linked below and they're totally free and they're downloadable and I want you just to enjoy them. So please please take advantage. I love that you guys are so excited about Ramadan, DMing me like crazy about how excited you guys are to start start self-improving and as we improve ourselves, we indirectly improve our family. So excited to be with you guys this Ramadan. Um if you're not already on the Ramadan Facebook group, jump on. I think we just had like 600 people join in one or two days and so it just keeps growing and growing. I can't let people in enough so we're all there as sisters it's a sisters um ramadan facebook group so we can um, support and engage each other and if you want to take my master class that's down there below probably the next day or two like i said it's going to be um no longer be able to register for it and lastly if you want to do the private group with me um there's a couple seats left you can try to get on but you're going to see that it's going to fill up fast i don't know by the time of this podcast they could be gone so it's up to you but either way may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to um live to see ramadan it's, it's very very close now alhamdulillah <laughs> that's why we keep making the da'a and may we all benefit and grow together and to leave it better than when we entered it ameen have an amazing day and i will see you on friday once we are in Ramadan. Assalamu alaikum.